Srimad Bhagavatam, Kanto 4, Chapter 5, Chapter 25, Text 1. Maitreya Vacha Iti Sandisha Bhagavan Barhishadaira Pipujitaha Pashyatam Raja Putranam Tatraivantar Dadheharaha Hare Krishna. Maitreya Uvacha. The great sage Maitreya continued to speak. Iti does Sandishya giving instruction. Bhagavan, the most powerful Lord. Barhishadai. By the sons of King Barhishat. Abhipujitaha. Being worshipped. Pashyatam. While they were looking on. Rajaputranam. The sons of the king. Tatra. There. Eva. Certainly. Antardathe. Became invisible. Haraha. Lord Shiva. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Kijaya. Translation The great sage Maitreya continued speaking to Vidura. My dear Vidura, in this way Lord Shiva instructed the sons of King Barakishat. The sons of the king also worshipped Lord Shiva with great devotion and respect. Finally, Lord Shiva became invisible to the princess. Please repeat. The great sage Maitreya continued, continued, speaking to Vidura, Vidura, My dear Vidura, Vidura, in this way, way, Lord Shiva instructed instructed the sons of King Barhishat. The sons of the king king also worship Lord Shiva Shiva with great devotion and respect. Finally, Lord Shiva became invisible to the princess. Purport. This chapter contains a great lesson concerning the monarchical system, monarchical kingdom in the days of yore. When King Barhishat was considering retiring from the royal duties, he sent his sons to perform austerities in order to become perfect kings for the welfare of the citizens. At the same time, King Barhishat was being instructed by the great sage Narada about the material world and the living entity who wants to enjoy it. It is therefore very clear how the kings and princes were trained to take charge of a kingdom. Welfare activities for the benefit of the citizens were aimed at understanding the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The human form of life is especially meant for understanding God, our relationship with Him and our activities in His service. Because the kings took charge of the spiritual education of the citizens, both the king and the citizens were happy in Krishna consciousness. In this regard, we should remember that the monarchical hierarchy of Prachina Barhishat comes from Maharaj Dhruva, a great devotee of the Lord and the most celebrated disciple of Narad Muni. King Prachina Barhishat was then too much engaged in fruitive activities due to performing different types of yajnas. One can actually be promoted to higher planetary systems or to the heavenly kingdoms by performing various yajnas, but there is no question of liberation or going back home back to Godhead. 
when the great sage Narada saw that, the, that a descendant of Maharaj Dhruva was being misled by fruitive activities, Narada took compassion upon him and personally came to instruct him about the ultimate benediction of life, Bhakti Yoga. How Narada Muni indirectly introduced the Bhakti Yoga system to King Prachina Barheshit is very interestingly described in this 25th chapter. Om Ajnana Timirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakya Chakshurun Melitam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Svayam Rupa Kadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yuta Padakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Saganaraghunathanvitam Tam Sajeevam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padam Saganaralita Shri Vishakhanvitam Scha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinabandho Jagatvate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpatarudhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Paditanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namonamaha Namom Vishnu Padaya Krishna Preshthaya Bhutale Shreemate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvisesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadha Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. <clears throat> so this uh, first verse is indicating the end of uh, Lord Shiva's instructions to the Prachetas, who are the who were the sons of King Prachinabarhi. <clears throat> and in this chapter, as Prabhupada said in the purport, uh, Naradamuni will be instructing Prachinabarhi about the science of devotional service. So in this uh, <clears throat> We have read in the last chapter, it's a very long chapter in fact, I think about 79 verses were there, uh, the teachings of Lord Shiva. And the Prachetas were learning from Lord Shiva how to become a devotee of Krishna. The whole chapter was, the, the name of the chapter is the song sung by Lord Shiva. So from here we can understand what is Lord Shiva's position. As uh, many Hindus understand that he is one of the trinity, one of the three gods and he is the same as Vishnu. All these things are not 
supported here by Lord Shiva himself. And he also instructed uh, Prachetas that they have to worship Lord Krishna. So the real worship of Lord Shiva would be to take instructions from him just as the Prachetas have done on how one should become a devotee of Krishna because he himself uh, is the greatest devotee of Krishna in the universe. Vaishnavanam Yathashambhu So there is a shloka Nimnaganam Yathaganga In the twelfth canto, these these few verses. This is the last chapter of um, the Bhagavatam, twelfth canto, thirteenth chapter. So there are a few verses glorifying the Srimad Bhagavatam. So among that, this is one verse: Nimna ganam yatha Ganga, Devanam achito yatha, Vaishnavanam yatha Shambhu, Purananam idam tatha. So all the superlative examples of each category is described. So the translation we can see, just as the Ganga is the greatest of all rivers, Lord Achyuta the supreme among deities and Lord Shambhu or Shiva the greatest of Vaishnavas, so or similarly Srimad Bhagavatam is the greatest of all Puranas. So in this way, Lord Shiva is counted among the greatest of the Vaishnavas. So in fact there is a Sampradaya coming down from him and Srila Vishnu Swami, he is the prominent Acharya in that Sampradaya. Just like in our Sampradaya, Madhvacharya is the prominent and in Sri Sampradaya, which is largely followed in South India, they, Ramanujacharya is the prominent Acharya and in Rudra Sampradaya, Vishnu Swami and Kumar Sampradaya, there is Nimbarka Acharya. So in this way, uh, the teachings of Krishna consciousness are passed down evam parampara praptam in the parampara system. Imam Rajarshayo Vidhu. Uh, the Raja and Rishi, we have always touched upon this topic. The kings need to be saintly in character. Then only they can pro- properly rule over the citizens. And we can see from here, in today's verse, that Prachinavar, he wanted uh, his sons, Prachetas, to go into the forest and perform austerities before they become, they take over the kingdom from him. He saw that he was becoming old. He wanted to hand over over the kingdom to them. But then, he wanted them to become qualified to take over the post. It is not like a nepotism. simply take within the family, pass down all the wealth and corruption, not like this. Usually it used to be among the family, like the son will take over. But they were also, it was also seen that they were qualified or not. That was also seen. (coughs) So first he wanted to them, he wanted to see them qualified to take up the post and he himself wanted to retire Vanaprastha life and in this chapter Narad Muni will actually instruct him 
because he was too much involved in karmakanda, pious activities. So, we will find out later how Bhakti Yoga is much more powerful than uh, ordinary karmakanda activities and how Narad Muni instructs him. <coughs> so, as Prabhupada says here, this chapter contains a great lesson concerning the monarchical kingdom in the days of your. So, monarchy is actually the perfect system provided it is not abused. If it is kept intact as uh, prescribed in the Vedic literature, it is very perfect actually. Democracy has replaced monarchy because monarchy was abused. Uh, People have become tyrants and without any religious principles, a lot of uh, corruption ensued. So, therefore, monarchy is a very perfect system because if you want to execute something, then the king should have complete power with which to execute anything. So, he was only guided by the brahmanas. There was no voting from ordinary citizens (coughs) because they have to be led. Not that the king is an instrument for their sense gratification. Uh, It is not like that. The citizens have to be led by the king on how to become devotees of Krishna and be happy in this life and also attain to the kingdom of God in the next life. (coughs) So that is the purpose of the king. So if he doesn't do that, then he runs the risk. There is a verse. Uh, 4-20-14 <coughs> See, I think this is spoken by Prithumaraj himself. I'm not wrong. Shreya Praja Shreya Prajapalanam Evaragnyo Yat Samparaye Sukritat Shashtam Amsham Hartanyatha Hritapunya Prajanam Arakshita Karaharoghamati. To give protection to the general mass of people who are citizens of the state is the prescribed occupational duty for the, for a king. By acting in that way, the king in his next life shares one sixth of the result of the pious activities of the citizens. But a king or executive head of the state who simply collects taxes from the citizens but does not give them proper protection as human beings has the results of his own pious activities taken away by the citizens and in exchange for his not giving protection, he becomes liable to punishment for the impious activities of his subjects. You see how uh, subtle this is. (coughs) So because if we don't follow this uh, Vedic injunction that the leader should um, make sure that his dependents are liberated, 
then he is incurring one-sixth of their sins. And if they do pious activities, he will also get one-sixth of the share of their pious activities. So, not just money which is tangibly seen, but also this karma is involved. Therefore, for his own benefit and for the people's benefit, he has to engage in the matter of Shreya. Uh, In answer to this question, the word Shreya, auspicious, is used here. Prithu, Maharaj Prithu, Lord Vishnu actually advised Maharaj Prithu that a king is not enjoined to give up his kingdom and the responsibility of protecting the prajas or citizens to go instead go away to the Himalayas for liberation. Uh, so, there is a time for everything. The king, when he is supposed to do his royal duty, he has to do that and he has to be very educated in religious principles. Therefore, if we see in the history, so many kings, King Janaka was a Mahajan. Hmm. Uh, Bali Maharaj, he was a Mahajan. Prahlad Maharaj, Dhruva Maharaj, uh, Manu, uh, Uttanapad. So many kings, Bhishma Dev, Yudhishthir Maharaj, uh, even Lord Ramsundra, of course, the Supreme Personality of Godhead himself. So there is, uh, even in the Bhagavad Gita, there is mention of Vivaswan, the sun god who is also a king and Ikshvaku is also king hmm? Bharat Maharaj hmm? Parikshit Maharaj so all these kings hmm, they were Rajarshis King Anga who is the father of Vena all Rajarshis so these are the these are the role models of uh, heads of state not that Krishna consciousness is an impractical way of life where you simply sit down in one corner and then you know do some bhajan and finish. No. That is done by very advanced people like Paramahamsas. But it does not mean that a Krishna consciousness has no other application than that. The common people they cannot um, sit down like Haridas Thakur and chant. So they have to be engaged in a variety of activities centered around Krishna. That is the whole Varnashram system where the material employment is taken care of and such employment also is directed towards gradual elevation to Krishna consciousness. That is the whole Varnashram. Varnashram Acharavata. Purushena Parapuman. Vishnu Aradhyate Pantha Nanya Tattoshakaranam. The Supreme Personality of Godhead Lord Vishnu is worshipped by the proper execution of prescribed duties in the system of Varna and Ashrama. There is no other way to satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead. One must be situated in the institution of the four Varnas and Ashramas. So, the whole human society is structured in a way that they get both material and spiritual advancement. Hmm. Not just one-sided. Because necessities of the body have to be taken care of. Although we want to be 
100% spiritually engaged but our material body requires some maintenance as long as we have it and some of the time has to be spent for that although from a spiritual perspective it is seen as a waste of time but still it has to be done that is the material world like Prabhupada before he went to sleep he was thinking oh I am going to waste my time now you know like this uh, so from spiritual perspective uh, when the Goswamis they hardly slept they hardly slept uh, but we cannot do to that extent so we have to be engaged therefore because we are not so steady if one is steady he can chant 24 hours a day but uh, because we are not therefore the spiritual master will engage us in variety of services uh, in different different uh, parts of our body different uh, our mind our body is engaged in service of Krishna so that is the whole purpose of taking the uh, instructions of spiritual master shelter of spiritual master he will advise us he will instruct us according to our position and therefore after that you see we have so many varieties of what is a temple temple is a place where there are varieties of services one can serve the lord in many different ways so that is the whole purpose of temple temple is not a place just one comes and sees the lord and goes out no he has to take shelter of the spiritual master and engage in different kinds of services and the biggest service is to preach the message uh, the whole idea is to uh, preach this message to others everything else is centered around that glorify the lord uttama shloka gunanu varnanam idam hipumsa stapasa shrutasya svishtasya suktasya cha buddhidattayo avichito artha kavibhir narupito ya uttama shloka gunanu varnanam Learned circles have positively concluded that the infallible purpose of advancement of knowledge, namely austerities, study of the Vedas, sacrifice, chanting of hymns and charity, culminates in the transcendental descriptions of the Lord who is defined in choice poetry. Srimad Bhagavatam, Kanto 1, Chapter 5, Verse 22. So this is the culmination that one has to glorify the Lord. So glorification of the Lord also has to be done Hari Namanu Kirtanam in the ways of the great authorities. We cannot glorify the Lord in our own way. Like there are so many Vaishnavacharya songs. Not that we immediately write also one song or something. No, no not like that. We have to uh, pray to the Lord as the Acharyas, as the devotees have prayed. Therefore, we repeat their songs. We sing their songs. In fact, there are many technical, um, how to say, like Swarup Damodar, the secretary of Lord uh, Chaitanya. Many Brahmins, they used to, you know, write some poems, something in glorification of the Lord and they used to submit to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But before it goes to him, Swarup Damodar will check 
whether everything is all right or not philosophically everything is all right and then if it is all right according to the devotional mood which is rasa so if everything is uh, flowing properly if it is completely in accordance with the scriptural uh, injunctions then only it is shown to chaitanya mahaprabhu otherwise sarvadamadur will reject it so one may say oh how come you know if somebody has uh, written with devotion how can it be rejected and not shown to the lord no we think we have devotion the problem is that uh, so we sh- our devotion should be checked by a guru therefore uh, how how are we doing on our own we cannot check ourselves we cannot be our own editor so the guru has to check whether he is uh, following of course it is said that when you eat you will know that your hunger is gone but in the beginning stages one does not even know how to see all these things so you will fall trap to um, deviant bhakti which is not in accordance with scriptures shruti smriti purana adi pancharatri ki vidham vina aikantike harer bhakti utpata eva kalpate so such devotion will be disturbance to the human society hmm. so in that state we cannot write anything um, any glorification of the lord properly so therefore hari namanu kirtanam anukirtanam means kirtanam but in the footsteps of the great personalities hmm. mahajano yena gata sapantha Uh, their pantha we have to accept not we create our own pantha pantha means path to self realization we cannot create our own path we have to follow the acharya's ways mahajan's ways therefore it is also said in the 10th canto swayam samuttirya sudustaram dhyuman bhavarnavam bhima madabhya sauhridah ಭವತ್ಪದಾಂಭೋರುಹನಾಭಮತ್ರೋಭವಾನ್ they leave behind on earth the method by which they cross and because you are very merciful to your other devotees you accept this method to help them so the acharyas leave the method and we taking the method we will become successful because of the acharyas mercy because if you see in the bhagavatam in different times like narad muni's instruction to dhruva maharaj and his instruction to prahlad maharaj although in principle did not change but the specific austerities mentioned the specific rules mentioned are different because the age is different dhruva maharaj was asked to you know do the om namo bhagavate vasudevaya the mantra was given om namo bhagavate vasudevaya first of all and then the austerity he was doing in the forest is very very severe mm. that is not applicable for us we can't do that so according to the time and circumstance the acharya will give the specific rules like in the purport to this verse prabhupada says that 16 rounds is 
bonafide. See, in our Krishna consciousness movement, the same path is being prescribed and followed. The devotees have been advised to refrain from four sinful activities, illicit sex, intoxication, meat-eating and gambling and to chant 16 rounds a day. These are bona fide instructions. Because in the western countries constant chanting is not possible, one should not artificially imitate Haridas Thakur but should follow this method. Not only western, now eastern, everybody is same now. No, no um, steadiness. So, Srila Prabhupada has adjusted the principle, uh, kept the principle and adjusted the detail. Although less number of rounds, it was 64 rounds absolutely. So, he's reduced to 16 rounds, but the rest of the time we have to engage in other services. He increased the preaching, the book distribution, opening of temples, various ways preaching is going on. So, that is the method. So, from the spiritual master, we can get the specific instructions required. Adav Guruvashrayam, Sadharma Pricha. We have to first of all surrender to a guru and ask Sadharma Pricha. Not some, any, any person who poses himself as a guru, no bona fide guru who is coming in proper sampradaya either from Lord Shiva's sampradaya it does not mean Shaivites <coughs> he has a Rudra sampradaya which is Vaishnavas Shaivites means they um, worship Lord Shiva as God and they have material desires and they are not into pure devotion pure devotion is only to Hari nobody else only to the Supreme Lord. Our relation, our eternal relation is with the Supreme Lord, Krishna. Uh, to consider even that Lord Shiva and Lord Vishnu are the same is uh, hellish mentality. We cannot consider even like that. Hmm. Hmm. Arche Vishnu Shiladhir Gurushu Naramatir Vaishnave Jati Buddhir Vishnurva Vaishnavanam Kalimala Mathane Pada Tirthembu Buddhi Shri Vishnur Namni Mantre Sakala Kalushahe Shabda Samanya Buddhir Vishnu Sarveshvareshe Taditara Samadhir Yasseva Naraki Saha Naraka means hell. Naraki means one who is a resident of hell. One who thinks the deity in the temple to be made of wood or stone. Who thinks of the spiritual master in the disciplic succession as an ordinary man? Who thinks the Vaishnava and the Achyuta Gotra to belong to a certain caste or creed or who thinks of Charanamrita or Ganges water as ordinary water is taken to be a resident of hell? Where is the other one? That is not mentioned. The real thing, tad itara samadhir means, you see, Vishnu Sarveshwareshe, Vishnu Sarveshwareshe, Ishvara of all Ishwaras, hmm. Ishvara Parama Krishna. 
So Vishnu is Sarveshwareshi. But if we consider him Tad Itara Samadhi, if we consider him equal to anyone else, Yaseva Naraki Saha. That part is not translated, the last line. So the full. Uh, full translation is not given. But yeah, that is the meaning. And another ver- um, verse is also there. This is from the Puranas as well. Yastu Narayanam Devam Brahma Rudradi Daivatai Samatvenaiva Vikshetha Sa Pashandi Bhavedhruvam A person who considers demigods like Brahma and Shiva to be on an equal level with Narayana is to be considered an offender or Pashandi. So a Vaishnava's respect for demigods is different from the Karmi's respect for demigods. They think he, you know, they're all one, all same. Everybody is same. But Vaishnava respects them as great devotees of Vishnu. In that way they respect him. The, the demigods. Shiva, Ganesh, Durga, everybody. They're all great devotees. But they're not gods. Hmm. There is a nice verse by King Kulashekar. This is in the Mukundamala Stotra, uh, the 14th verse. Prithvi renu ranupayam sikanika phalgus pulingolaghus tejo nishvasanam marutanutaram randram susukshmam nabha kshudra rudra pitamaha prabhritaya kita samasta sura Drishte yatra satara ko vijayate shri padadhuli kana. So you see how he is describing very nicely. Once our savior has been seen, he is talking about Krishna. The whole earth becomes no greater than a speck of dust. All the waters of the ocean become mere droplets. The totality of fire becomes a minute spark. The winds just the winds become just a faint sigh and the expanse of space becomes a tiny hole. Great lords like Rudra and Grandfather Brahma become insignificant and all the demigods become like small insects. Indeed, even one particle of dust from our lord's feet conquers all. See, how great, you know, insect. <laughs> so that is the difference between the lord, the infinitely greater. The lord is infinitely greater than all the demigods. Not just, oh, we should not consider him equal with Lord. Okay, maybe a little bit. No. Ins- what? Infinitely greater than all the demigods. Hmm. So that much uh, we have to understand how great Krishna is. Hmm. Because even the demigods, of course, Lord Shiva is a personal expansion of Krishna. Uh, but even he 
does not have the full attributes of Narayana and Krishna. But the other demigods are all, of course, some are Shakti Tattva, like uh, Durga and all. But the other demigods like Ganesh, Brahma, uh, Indra, Chandra, all these demigods are actually ordinary living entities like us. Huh? From Kulashekar Alvar. Is in, in his book called Mukundamala Stotra, Mantra 14. Mukundamala Stotra. <coughs> so, this Kulashekar Alvar is one of the 12 Alvars in the Sri Sampradaya. So, uh, so therefore, the, the philosophy does not change. In any Sampradaya, whether it is Sri Sampradaya or Rudra Sampradaya, now Lord Shiva is speaking to the Prachetas and um, Brahma Sampradaya, nothing, the, the philosophy does not change among Vaishnavas. Uh, although they are different Sampradayas. <coughs> so, the Lord is infinitely always greater than the living entities and even Brahma is an ordinary living entity like us. We can also become qualified to become Brahma, which is stated here. There is a mention how one can become Brahma. One second. It's not easy to become Brahma also. If one follows If one follows the Varnashram system for 100 lifetimes, I don't know where the verse is. 100 lifetimes if we follow the Varnashram system perfectly without a mistake, then we can become Brahma. <laughs> 100 continuous lives, consecutive lives. It means if I am this, if this life I am Sudra, then I have to execute my duty as Sudra perfectly. Next life if I am say Vaishya, I have to be, be a perfect Vaishya. Without a single mistake, 100 lifetimes continuously, then one can become Brahma. So it's an ordinary living entity actually. But he is invested with such power by the uh, Supreme Lord. When they are invested with that power only, they can do all those things. Alone, they have no power. Even Arjuna was saying that after Krishna left, the same Gandiva bow I am holding and I am the same Arjuna, but I can't even fight some cowherd man. When I could fight the greatest of warriors on earth with, with the same bow and arrows. 
from some cowherd man they were actually kidnapping the queens of dwarka after krishna left this was the lord's pastime of to get them all out of this world and the yadu dynasty they fought among themselves the queens were kidnapped and everything was like you know <coughs> um but as a way the lord actually took them back home but arjuna tried to save them but he could not even fight some ordinary cowherd man so unless the lord invests a devotee by with some power he cannot even execute anything no and what to speak devotee even ordinarily now we are proud of our strength proud of our abilities our talents but if just one one vein is you know one nerve is a little bit gone then the whole body become paralyzed and it is beyond our control so only it is only by the lord's power that it is holding and we can actually use it properly we take these things for granted if i can lift my hand we take these things for granted just like sometimes the hand becomes numb and no feeling you know sometimes you sit nice like this and then leg becomes numb you can't even walk properly there's no control over the leg you know which way the leg is moving just imagine if if the leg control is not there how we will move and for a paralyzed man is like that always the whole life uh, so he has no control of how his limbs are moving so it's only by the lord's mercy that we have all these things uh, these facilities so while we have it patatya vasham this is it will it will fall one day this body will fall one day for sure um we already all have the notice of death served to us at the very moment we were conceived uh, so it's only uh, when there is a question padatya uh, vasham it will it will nicely kulashekar actually idam shariram Hmm. Why is he? This from Mukundamala Stotra. Hmm. Thirty-seven years. Idam shariram parinama peshalam patatyavasham shatasandhi jarjaram kimaushadham prichhasimudha durmate niramayam Krishna rasayanam viba. this body's beauty is fleeting and at last the body must succumb to death after its hundreds of joints have stiffened with old age so why bewildered fool are you asking for medication just take the krishna elixir the one cure that never fails the name of krishna so uh, it will definitely fall down nirdeha madhyam sulabham sudurlabham actually this one labdha sudulabham anityam ya 
लब्ध्वा सुदुर्लभमिदं बहुसंभवान्ते मानुष्यमर्थदमनित्यमपीह धीरा तूर्णं यतेत नपतेदनु मृत्यु यावन निश्रेयसाय विशया खलु सर्वतस्यात लब्ध्वा सुदुर्लभम Having obtained this very rare human birth, idam bahu sambhavante, sambhava, sambhava means birth. Bahu sambhavante, after many many births and deaths, we have achieved this human form. Labdhva sudurlabham, idam bahu sambhavante. Manushyam, this human form. Arthadam, it is full of meaning, purpose. It is a very purposeful body. Although it is anityam apiha, it is as temporary as any other body. But it is full of meaning, arthadam. Prema Pumartho Mahan, the artha, dharma artha kama moksha, the purpose of human life, people think some of some is dharma, some they think artha, some kama, and some people they understand moksha. But there is even higher than moksha, which is the Krishna Prema. Love of Godhead, which is ever above even moksha. Uh, moksha means just, just afloat from the waters of the material world. <coughs> not simply, not completely rescued. Uh, one can fall back again. But uh, artha, especially arthadam, means the highest thing can be achieved in human life. Dhira, turnam. Means immediately, quickly. Yateta napateta anumrityu yavan. Anumrityu again. Patatya avasyam. Your anumrityu means it is destined to die. But yateta napateta. As long as it has not fallen down and died, quickly engage yourself in nishreya saya vishaya. In the highest benefit, highest activity of the soul. Shreya, Preya, we know. Preya means immediate benefit. Shreya means ultimate benefit. Nishreya means the superlative ultimate benefit. It's like the topmost. Vishaya khalu sarvatasyat. Material happiness is available everywhere. Therefore, we should not waste time. After many, many births and deaths, one achieves the rare human form of life, which although temporary, affords one the opportunity to attain the highest perfection. Thus, a sober human being should quickly endeavor for the ultimate perfection of life as long as his body, which is always subject to death, has not fallen down and died. After all, sense gratification is available even in the most abominable species of life, whereas Krishna consciousness is possible only for a human being. One of one devotee, you know, from India, he he asked me to, you know, I think on Quora or somewhere, people were attacking the Hare Krishnas that, oh, Hare Krishna is something which you wish follow... You know, in old age, not when you are young. So he asked me to, asked us to like give a reply. Of course, we didn't, could not find time. Yesterday I asked, we haven't replied yet. But the truth is, Prabhupada said, yes, Krishna consciousness is to be followed by old people. So, but who is old? Prabhupada said, old age means you are approaching death. That is the meaning of old age, right? So who is not approaching death? And death can be any moment. So we are all old in that sense. And also the soul is very old. The process is old. Sanatana. Yeah. 
and materially speaking old age means to approach death and who knows when we are going to die so if i am going to die tomorrow tomorrow today i am old so how would we know so everyone must follow so very nicely prabhupada gave answer so um there is a whole idea that before this ends Uh, before death comes because after this we are not sure where we will go bharat maharaj became dear may, of course there are many injunctions stating that you know when you swalpam abhyasa dharma satrayate mahato bhayat you know you do little bit here and then at least you will get a human form but there are examples where people have gone to animal life as well there is risk always there is risk so why run the risk of so of next life you know we'll see if you're not serious now that means we're only putting it off to the next life if i don't become serious now and where is a guarantee in the next life that i will get a human body but now i already have it now i can do something about it is a is a golden opportunity the devotee does not fear death the materialist may fear death but some people materialists they talk as if they don't fear death they also say nothing to be scared about actually because they do not know what death is they don't fear death because they don't even know what death is um what happens after death what is life after death? they don't know the whole thing so their whole idea is live this life you know as much as we can and death anyway will die so before that ends you know before that happens we will just enjoy um there are you know as they say ignorance is bliss this is donkey's bliss so ignorance creates a false sense of uh, lack of danger like the ostrich when there is a this uh, danger he will put his head under the ground he will you know dig some ground and put his head under the ground because so that he doesn't see the danger and then he thinks all right it's, it's okay that kind of uh, fearlessness is not fearlessness escaping the reality it's a false um, just is running away from the truth but when it actually hits it's going to hit very hard <coughs> so when they say oh death is not you know to be afraid about it's because they do not know really what death is and what is their what is going to happen after death they have no idea what is the suffering in the hellish planets what is animal life they don't consider that the soul actually takes birth again so when we know all these things then we come to understand actually how um painful death is but for the devotees uh, there is no reason to be afraid of death then why are we talking about death all the time because after that we are preparing for the future it's not about being um, 
afraid. But we are preparing for the future. Just like a, a person who does not study for the exam, he may be afraid of the exam. But one who has already learned everything, he is not afraid of the exam. And the one who did not learn anything, he, it doesn't matter to him whether he passes or fails, he is also not afraid of the exam. <laughs> and he is sure to fail. <laughs> so, this is a two, two ends of the spectrum. It is not... Uh, it is not the same fearlessness. It is not the same. Hmm. The other person is nonchalant. He is just like, he doesn't bother. But in the long run, he will suffer. Because animal life, then all these things are very painful. At that time, there is, it is too late. So, what if I am a big, big time person in this life and next life I become a cockroach? Then, then where? What, what happened to all the achievements? And just cockroach, I am just you know, swept away by some broom and thro- thrown outside. <laughs> not even welcome anywhere. <laughs> Did not do anything, just walking only. Everybody hates it. <laughs> just walking, everybody hates it. <laughs> that kind of life. Without doing, without doing anything, you are hated already. <laughs> So, um, in the, we, are, we are thinking, oh, I am doing so many things and I am helping people, this, that, philanthropists, this. Yeah. They expect some, you know, accolades from people. But what if next life I become, that my very sight is a cause of uh, anger for people. That's why I am minding my own business and people are getting angry at me. You know, that, so these are all horrible lives, you know. So we have to be very careful now, now, we already have the, why we have to wait another, so that is the whole idea of our human life, um, therefore for the devotees it is the greatest pain to see people not taking up Krishna consciousness, they think it is some, it is some practice of sentimentalists you know who have not much strength of uh, brain, character and grit not very strong, you know, they need somebody to latch, you know, latch on to, somebody to hold on to. Otherwise, they are so weak that they will go into depression. So, they have to, you know, so, okay, Lord, please help me, you know, please save me, you know. They think spiritual life is like this. Spiritualists are like this. But no, they are the strongest people. Those who, the devotee is the strongest person. The worst disaster will not even... Flinch him. He wouldn't even flinch in the greatest disaster. Not that he goes into some depression, no. Gurunapavishan, he's not even shaken. And if we see the practical life of Pandavas, you know, Kuntideva nicely says, um, 23, what is that? Um, she, she says, Kunti Devi is praying to Krishna, Yatharishi Kesha Khalena Devaki, Kamsena Ruddhati Chiram Sucharpita, Vimochitaham Chasatma Javibho, Tvaya Ivanathena Muhurvipad Ganat. O Rishikesh, the master of the senses and the lord of lords, 
you have released your mother devaki who was long imprisoned and distressed by the envious king kamsa and me and my children from a series of constant dangers hmm now she is she will describe all those dangers vishan mahagne purushad darshanat asat sabhaya vanavasa krichratah mridhe mridhe nek maharathastrato draunyastratashchasmahare bhirakshatah my dear king your lordship has protected us from a poison cake this was bhima when he was a small boy all done by the kauravas you know from a great fire you know that palace of lack from cannibals that hidimba in the forest from the vicious assembly vicious assembly means you know that uh, where draupadi was being disrobed and the gambling match happened and from sufferings during our exile in the forest various sufferings of course for living in forest is still be suffering on top of that there is more durvasa muni was sent you know some uh, uh, what is that of course even the hidimba they found even there and even the um, you know the lake where uh, all the pandavas died one by one and only yudhishthir maharaj survived dharmaraj asking questions and all then came back to life so many anxieties they went through yeah, innumerable and from the battle where great generals fought the kurukshetra battle all difficulties and now you have saved us from the weapon of ashwatthama after war was finished ashwatthama son of dronacharya he made a blade of grass into a brahmastra and whoever is the last descendant of this dynasty will will be killed by this so he was going to the umba putra the wife of uh, abhimanyu um, so Parikshit Maharaj was inside in the womb and then Krishna saved the baby also. So after that kind of difficulties, she is praying, Vipada Santuta Asashvat Tatra Tatra Jagat Guru Bhavado Darshanam Yatsyad Apunar Bhavadarshanam I wish that all those calamities would happen again and again. Not just again, not once more please. Again and again. this is how strong a devotee is he is ready to narayana para sarve nakutaschana bibhyate swarga pavarga narakeshu api tulyartha darshana whether liberated or hell or heaven it doesn't matter he is so strong that anywhere he is he is happy krishna consciousness does not mean the absence of miseries krishna consciousness means the consciousness where any misery can be taken on by the devotee with full happiness he is not even he is not bothered as like arjuna said krishna conducted the chariot in such a way on the battle of kurukshetra for that for 18 days i fought not a hair on my head was touched by the arrows of such great generals as bhishma drona ashwatthama karna you know that uh, what jayadrath big big warriors they cannot even touch my hair Hmm. that much krishna took care so because he takes care of i mean uh, he he takes shelter of krishna as lotus feet krishna protects the devotee and the devotee is so strong that he is ready see kunti devi at old age <laughs> you know arjuna was 89 years old when he fought the kurukshetra war krishna was 89 years old of course he looks like a youth just imagine kunti the mother of arjuna 100 something 
she is saying give me all those again all those troubles in youth you can okay something you can do some strength is there 100 plus years old what you can do but she, you see how strong she is and she is a woman moreover you know man okay at least something woman don't underestimate devotees of Krishna um, the devotees uh, they are very very strong Ambarish Maharaj they don't they don't need to show off their strength Ambarish Maharaj very humble Kuntidevi what what very humble but by the power of Krishna consciousness they can navigate any situation Ambarish Maharaj very humble but he could take on even Durvasamune who is a partial expansion of Lord Shiva and he could take him on not in a proud way actually he was feeling bad for Durvasamune <laughs> and that humility is what attracts the Lord he is never proud of his prowess Pralat Maharaj compared to Hiranyakashipu again another example he could take on so much tribulation and he never felt tribulation the thing is that the devotee is from outside it looks piteous pitiable but the devotee does not even feel that pain Haridas Thakur was beaten 22 marketplaces but he never felt he was feeling bad for the people who were beating them beating him after they beat him 22 marketplaces you know the, the Muslim uh, the what is that constables they begged her please you know if you are nothing is happening to you our king will finish us oh is it okay now you beat then he became unconscious because he wanted to save them and after that he still was praying to them oh please save them but actually because of their offenses Haridas Thakur never got any any he was never uh, affected by the beating and then um, eventually it is it is described that all the families of those who have beaten Haridas Thakur died horrible death horrible death they died same Durvasamuni was chased by Sudarshan Chakra he was going to be finished only because he fell at Ambarish Maharaj again he was same Jagai Madhai same Hiranyakashipu Hiranyakashipu was killed so the devotees because for them only one thing matters their difficulty is kaivalyam narakayate if there is no service to the lord that is hell for them <laughs> if there is service to the lord if they can see the lord if they can somehow contact the lord hell is also not uh, it is not a big deal for them they can bali maharaj is sitting in hell <laughs> happily sitting there <laughs> so much so that the lord has become his doorkeeper so that much so the devotee is happy in any circumstance so therefore we have to become devotees not only to navigate this world like some people uh, told me that oh you people always talk about death but you are not living life now now that life is here, you are not living, you are talking about death. But no, here, Kunti Devi.
They have navigated all the, the greatest calamities one can ever face. And Krishna makes his devotees go through that. Ordinary devotees may be tested, but these devotees, they will pass any test. Why Krishna is testing them? No, it is not to test them, but to show us the strength of the devotees. How strong they are. Huh? How difficult things they can easily... This is what he said. Huh? The ocean of material existence becomes a water in a calf's hoof print. Samasritaya padapallavaplavam mahatpadam punya yashomurare bhavam budirvatsa padam parampadam padam padam yadvipadam natesham uh, the water in the ocean of material world will become like the water in a calf's hoof print. Just like that Mukundamala Sutra that verse. The whole expanse of space becomes one small hole. The whole earth will become one speck of dust. Insignificant. Some motivation speakers they say nothing is impossible. Hmm. And then the Adidas, they have a Caption, impossible is nothing. You know, it's, um, it's actually a great difference, gulf of difference. Nothing is impossible. Impossible is nothing. That is only possible if you become a servant of God. This is expanse of space, whole. Uh, earth as a speck of dust. The big, big demigods of insect. Impossible becomes nothing. How, how difficult it is to cross the calf's hoof print. Any child can cross. So that much uh, we will get uh, the power to navigate all these things. And it is not about navigating this uh, difficult material world. No, that is easily done. But then he traverses the path of unending bliss. Brahma Saukhyam to Anantam. He is always happy. <coughs> But the materialist thing that the devotees are happy because they escape all the troubles and then they live in their own cocoon of so-called Krishna consciousness and that's why they are happy. The thing is, materialists are always envious of the happiness of the devotees. They think, oh, you all are, you escape and then you you say you are happy. You face the world and then you say you are happy. But they do not understand that devotees face the world more than anybody else. What is there in the Sad Goswami Ashtaka? Tektva, what is that? Tektva, Asesha Mandalapati, Sadas, Tuchavat. The Goswamis, they were great government officers, great high position people. Um, But they have given it up as some useless garbage and they have taken up now Kaupina Kanthasrita, they have become mendicants. And they have taken on their own shoulders the welfare of the entire world. Although it is said that, oh, they have given up a great opulent material position. Actually, compared to the position of devotee, is very small. What is a materialist doing? He is maintaining his family. Maybe maintaining a little more people here and there. Materially, what maintenance? I mean, just taking care of their material needs. That much he is doing. But a devotee takes the whole world as his family. And he works for the benefit of the whole world. And he knows what to do to benefit them. To give them Krishna consciousness. So a devotee's responsibility in this world 
is far, far, far greater than a materialist. Materialist is doing almost nothing. That's why it is said, karmani akarma pashet, what is that? Um, action and inaction and inaction and action. Hmm, I think this one. No. Ah, four sixteen. No, not this one. Is it this? Eighteen. Eighteen. Hmm. No? This is the one. Karmani akarma yah pashet akarmina akarmani cha karma yah. Sabuddhiman manusheshu sayukta kritsna karma krit. You see, one who sees inaction in action and action in inaction is intelligent among men and he is uh, in the transcendental position, although engaged in all sorts of activities. What is his inaction in action and action in inaction? Inaction in action. That means you see a boat being rowed, it is action. But if the anchor is not removed, it can go on and on and on and on, but it will not move. There is no action. There is action in the manner of rowing the boat, but it is inaction because it is not going anywhere. Hmm? So similarly, people are busy, but they are stuck. Their anchor is there only in the material world, this material family. And they will do so many things, but they will go round about the anchor only. They are not going anywhere. They are not going anywhere. So this is inaction in action. Action in inaction. Uh, a, a spiritualist, he is inactive materially. They say, hey, these guys have no job, nothing, you know, what they are doing, you know. Simply waste of life. Youth, you know, they are, you know, once we are distributing books. So one man came to me and said, boy, how old are you? At time I was, I think, 22. 22. What you are wasting your life? A young man, you know, you have energy now. Uh, now is the time to work. Get a job. You know. Then I told him, Sir, do you think I am not working? I am standing in the hot sun and working here. But do you get salary? No. Then go get a salary and then support the temple. Why you are begging from other people? Honestly work and, you know, get a salary. And then, if you want to give some to the temple, now is the time to work. Uh, so, of course, we told him, Sir, if I can work, I will maybe help my own family. But here I can help so many other people. And I don't need the salary. We don't need the money. By giving the money, you will be benefited, sir. Not we. I will not be benefited by this money. You will be benefited. You take some book and first, first of all understand who you are. You already how old now? He is 60 something. Sir, life is very short and so much of time you already spent without understanding who you are. You first take a book and you understand yourself first. Before you comment on others and advise others, you know yourself first. Hmm. <coughs> he gave a small donation and a little book he took and went. So at least, you know, he did something. So the thing is this, that uh, they are quick on giving advice. Very quick. But without even understanding who they are. Uh, 
So action and inaction. So apparently materially, you know, people excuse Prabhu also. He doesn't have all his life. He never had a decent job. The one person, one person commented like that on the internet. <laughs> all his life, he did not have a decent job. No, we don't want decent jobs. We want extraordinary job. Decent is, an, uh, is too low. We want to serve the boss, supreme boss. You are serving boss, right? That is a decent job, right? Okay, okay. you carry with the boss. We, are, we want to serve the supreme boss. This is the pride of a devotee. It's not artificial pride. It is. He is so... Uh, where is that? There is a nice... Um, again, King Kulashekar. Because now I am... <laughs> Memorizing this verse is very nice. Two verses very nice. Um, You see, this is uh, 39. Kyajantu bandhavaha sarve nindantu guruva janatatrapi paramanando govindo mama jivanam. Let my relatives all abandon me and my superiors condemn me. Still the supremely blissful Govinda remains my life and soul. And in the same vein, he goes in the 42nd verse also very beautiful. Chittam naiva nivartate kshanam api Shri Krishna padambujan Nindantu priyabandhava gurujana Ghrinantu munchantu va Durvadam parigoshayantu manuja Vamshekalankostu va Tadruk premadharanuragamadhuna Mattayamanam tume Manam, Manam means respect, you see. My mind cannot turn from Sri Krishna's lotus feet even for a moment. So let my dear ones and other relatives criticize me. My superiors accept or reject me as they like. The common people spread evil gossip about me and my family's reputation be sullied. For a madman like me, it is honor enough to feel this flood of love of Godhead which brings such sweet emotions of attraction for my Lord. It is honor enough. So this is the pride of the devotee, the honor of the devotee. But the Lord is the one. It doesn't matter whatever people may say. By this, this is what it means by this verse in Bhagavad Gita. Yadate mohakalilam buddhir vetitarishyati tadagantas nirvedam shrotavyasya shrutasya When your intelligence has passed out of the dense forest of delusion, you shall become indifferent to all that has been heard and all that is to be heard. We become indifferent to material opinions. Yeah. But we have to be very careful with the spiritual, like um, guru, devotees, sadhu shastra guru, yes, that we have to always be obedient to. But other opinions, indifferent. Let them come as they like. Let them say whatever they want. Srotavyasa, srotasya, finish. <clears throat> so, any questions or comments on this topic? <clears throat> no questions online. Alright, we'll stop here.
ग्रंथराज श्रीमद्भागवतम की श्रील प्रभुपाद की निताय गौर प्रेमानंदे